You're listening to the Refined Hippie Podcast, a show all about holistic lifestyle, nutrition, and plant-based veganism for a mind-body-spirit approach to living healthfully and happily for ourselves and our planet. Welcome to another episode, my friends, for the season. I am currently sitting outside on my porch, which is a really delightful place to first off listen to the episode because I of course have to listen before I do a little synopsis at the beginning um and it feels great out here my husband is in our office so I literally had to haul my big computer out here I think one day I should get a laptop this would make things a lot easier but either way it works fine and I can hear the birds it's kind of hot out here but I'm not going to complain because before I know it, it's going to be cold and I'm not a fan of the cold. So we're just going to jump right in to this episode. Uh, I just listened to it and I had forgotten how amazing this conversation was. I actually recorded this a few months ago um, before I took obviously a break from the podcast with my guest today and we had such a good time. We literally chatted before we recorded and then after. I mean, I think he and I talked for like three hours, at least two, uh, because we just had so much to talk about. And he is just charismatic and fun and friendly and like all the things and also a wealth of knowledge. So that makes it even easier to talk to and more fun. So today's episode is with John Malanka, who is the CEO and founder of United Patients Group, which is an organization that he was inspired to start after his father-in-law was just given a few weeks to live after being diagnosed with stage four lung cancer that had metastasized to his brain. At that point, he had heard about cannabis, basically just helping people with, you know, the crushing uh, side effects of chemotherapy and also, you know, maybe to stimulate his appetite. So they went on a quest to give him cannabis, find cannabis to give to him to maybe regain some strength and make him want to eat and whatnot. And within a year, he was declared cancer free. So no evidence of recurrent disease. So at that point, John's mind just exploded with the possibilities and he formed United Patients Group which is a trusted leader in medical cannabis an unparalleled resource for physicians pharmacists patients their families the government both nationally and globally so John is the basically like the go-to expert and trusted professional in education and information for medical cannabis and the health and wellness sector since 2011. And he has extensive knowledge of cannabis, uh, the endocannabinoid system, patient needs, disease care, all of these things. So we, of course, talk about all that. Um, We talk about cannabinoids, uh, THC, CBD, CBG, all the different, there's a bunch of different ones that I didn't even know about. And how they play a role in bringing homeostasis. Of course, we talked about the endocannabinoid system and how it's not, you know, a one-size-fit-all kind of thing. 
We discuss his experience with his family having cancer and his wife being diagnosed with pancreatic cancer. Um, We also get into success stories with cannabis, which, of course, we like to hear those, and how it can help people sleep better, anxiety, depression, all the different things, and how many studies are out there on cannabis. We get into naturopathic medicine, the entourage effect, and what to look for when you're choosing the right CBD or cannabis. We get into John's experience going plant-based, infrared saunas, the benefits of sweating, microdosing, plant-based medicines. We also get into the V word and some other juicy subjects because I am not holding back anymore from talking about those things. So it was an epic, I think, epic conversation, and I can't wait to have him back on, and I can't wait for you to listen to this episode. So without further ado, here is my interview with the charismatic and super knowledgeable John Malanka. Hello, John. Welcome. Thank you, Rebecca. How are you? I'm doing great. We were just chatting for like 20 minutes beforehand. I know. Huh? We'll pretend like that didn't happen. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, thank, thanks for being on. Or thanks for being on. Thanks for having me on. <laughs> I'm usually in that seat. I know, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I was on your website earlier and and watched some of y'all's, your YouTube interviews. Cool. Yeah. Cool, cool, really great cool. stuff. And uh, like I said before we were recording, I have touched on cannabis several times on the podcast. I've never deep dove into yeah. the subject. So I'm really stoked to talk to, to to an expert, not just somebody who's like been taking it and has had great results, but you actually have a bad, like the science, like everything, you know? Yeah. And it's interesting how, how you know, cause cannabis wasn't, wasn't my lifestyle. It wasn't, high, I'm 53, but it was like when I was high school, tried it, college, tried it. And I think I stopped at age 21. And I remember I tried it again at like 43, 44. And, uh, but when I say it wasn't our life, it, back in 2011, um, we live in California. 2011, my uh, father-in-law was diagnosed with stage uh, four lung cancer. So that means it spread to another part of the body. So, and just show you the repercussion, any of your listeners out there, just, he hadn't smoked cigarettes for over 30 years. And so just show you the repercussions that, you know, we think we're, Superman, superwoman is now nothing's going to hit us later on in life. And so not saying that's the case, but um, he did go around to chemo radiation. And I'll fast forward the story. So maybe, you know, I've, I've shared the story, but um, um, they gave him two weeks to live. And I, and I had lost my father about a year and a half prior, not, not from cancer though. Mm-hmm. And I said, may I go to your next oncologist appointment? So I picked him up and he was on 24 seven oxygen, just leaning back in bed and just wasting, wasting, wasting. And um uh, Corinne and I, uh, she and I were researching. We found a study that showed 40% of cancer patients pass of malnutrition before cancer takes over. And so we said, okay, kept that in the back of the mind, didn't think anything of it. When we, when we got to the next oncologist appointment, we basically said, how much time do we have? The doctor looked at us in shock and said, probably two weeks or less. And we thought that was generous. And I said, what can we do? We can give you morphine. He said, I'm not any morphine. And I looked at Corinne and my in-laws and I just said, 
I don't mean if I was a boyfriend then, so I was a stupid boyfriend. <laughs> so <laughs> so I like, said, uh, I yeah, exactly. I mean, it was never, just, never discussed before, you know? Yeah. And so I said, I don't mean to offend you. What about cannabis for appetite stimulation? Not knowing medical benefits then, not knowing the medical benefits. And his doctor said, I know nothing about it. Good luck. Go for it. The only reason we thought about that was we lived in California, a legal state. <clears throat> um, we lived in any other state at that time. It wouldn't have come up. And we said, I said, Dean Kern, the caregiver and the blind leading the blind. Anyway, we end up not knowing anything is night and day from what it was then to where it is today. Today, you have regulations, you have branding, marketing, labeling, uh, testing, everything else like that. And we end up finding a piece of chocolate is what I did. Again, there was no guidance in. Gave him a piece of chocolate, just knocked him on his butt. And I'm thinking, oh my God, again, me, stupid boyfriend, what'd you do? Yeah. And uh, I'm thinking, I mean, I was more embarrassed than yeah. then, scared and embarrassed. And I'm thinking, oh my goodness. So we ran back down to the dispenser and I said, please trust me. And we found a coconut oil capsule. The only reason we chose that because we knew we could freeze it and just cut it into slivers and going, okay, we'll make our own little, you know, uh, 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 ratios of dosing and gave it to him. He started eating. We're like, ha oh. ha he <laughs> pressures off. I'm, I'm back, back to me invited to Christmas dinner time. <laughs> and so, uh, um, so every day he just kept on getting better and better. We didn't know any of the medical benefit. We just thought, oh, great. He's not going to pass from starvation. He'll just pass peacefully. Hmm. Two weeks goes by, three weeks go by, six months, and now hospice fires him as a patient. And we're like, he's walking, swinging a golf club, traveling not only in the U.S., but overseas. And at that point, we said, gosh, there has to be a million other families out there like us where cannabis is not our lifestyle. And so we decided to build a website for that called United Patient Group it's for families, doctors, patients, government officials, pharmacists. Um, it's a site that people can go to and not feel like, you know, because the stigma is still there. I totally understand yeah. that. It's not for everybody. And I don't want anybody to think this is the, the golden pill or the Willy Wonka golden ticket. Um, it's not for everyone. And I totally know that. But there's a lot of science. And so as time went on, at the six-month mark, we incorporated a um, oil called fecal oil, F-E-C-O, full extract cannabis oil. A lot of people call it Rick Simpson oil. And I don't want to confuse the two. The media has really confused the consumers because it'd be like calling all coffee Starbucks. Not the case. Not the case. And so it, for in our case, it was almost uh, pure THC. So for your listeners, um, so you were mentioning CBD off air. <clears throat> That's one cannabinoid. There are about 160 cannabinoids in the cannabis plant. THC is a cannabinoid, CBD is a cannabinoid, CBN, CBG, THCA, the list goes on. And they all play a role to bring our body back to homeostasis. And one thing about our body, <clears throat> excuse me, that was discovered in the early 90s, um, we all have something in our body, all mammals actually, and actually they say sea slug now as well, but all mammals have something in our body called the endocannabinoid system. And so just like the cardiovascular system, the digestive system, the reproductive, the immune system, we have something in our body called the, the um, uh, endocannabinoid system. In cliff note version, it's craving cannabinoids to bring the body back to balance, homeostasis. And so, um, so we gave Corinne's father still minute amount and so in a lot of cases, less is more. So don't think, you know, you have an ailment. I'm just going to blast it. 
and I'm going to be clear and healed. And that's unfortunately, that's not it. And so a lot of cases, people do that, and then they get scared off by what they're feeling. And so that's why I always say, I truly believe a medical professional should be involved um, because it's not a one size fits all age, weight, current health condition, uh, uh, sensitivities, uh, as well as any drug to drug interactions should be looked at um, when, when dosing uh, cannabis. Um, at the nine month mark, we had tears of joy because my mother-in-law said, check your email. Karen and I were in bed watching TV 10 o'clock at night and the phone rang. We're like, oh, here's that dreaded call. And it was my mother-in-law and we said, is everything okay? She said, check your email, jumped out of bed and it came back from Kaiser, his oncologist here in California. No evidence of recurrent disease. And just talk about, oh my goodness gracious. Okay. So I've seen this plant work. And at the same time, so we've <clears throat> worked um, with families and patients and doctors and governments all over the world, all over the world. Um, um, and then three years ago, my wife was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer. And she's someone who didn't drink, didn't smoke, worked out, stayed healthy on everything. And we did three blood tests. Just show you just how weird pancreatic cancer is. Three blood tests, and they all came back negative. And our doctors are our friends. They're like, you guys are like our perfect patients. You know, uh, you you listen to us, and and you know, and you stay healthy, and you you treat your body um, uh, like a fine-tuned machine. You know, temple. And so three or four months went by and we finally ended up going, I said, I know my wife, you know, what can we do? And they said, where, and we were out of town. They said, I said, we'll be back on the 26th and the 27th. We did an ultrasound and it showed um, a four centimeter mass, which I said, what is that? And they said, it's pancreatic cancer. And so, you know, I had four beautiful months with my wife and I didn't think that, I know you have a wonderful relationship with your husband and, you know, we already had the love, but we, when you're going through as a caregiver with everything from helping you 24 seven from bathing to doctor's appointments, to bathroom, to making you feel comfortable, massages, da, 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 da. you know, you really find this other, I guess, uh, atmosphere of, uh, love that you didn't even know existed. And that's what we, we found. And so Corinne did, did pass and I do continue on, you know, that's why I want to share with everybody. And we did try cannabis. We tried, stem cells, ozone treatment, high vitamin C, prayer, meditation. I consulted with doctors all over the world, Australia, New Zealand, Italy, uh, UK, brought her to Mexico. I mean, I, I didn't want to be that dude bringing his wife to Mexico, but I did and met some great doctors down there and they, they had a lot of success. And, and it's, uh, so I don't want people to think that cannabis, as I mentioned, is like the Willy Wonka golden ticket. Um, it does help. I've seen it work. I've seen it not work. I've seen chemo work. I've seen chemo, uh, chemo not work as well. And so I just think having the option and giving people hope, not false hope, but giving people hope, you know, right now, cannabis is legal in 35 states, recreational legal in 15. Cannabis has been legal since 1996 here in California at the medical level. Um, a lot of our followers, I voted no on it in 2016. They voted for 21 and over. I voted no, Corinne voted yes. And so a lot of people in the industry got upset with me and I said that it wasn't that I didn't want people to have access. It was because I've seen what it's done in Colorado, Washington State and Oregon State where it literally has pushed out the, the, the true medical doctor that knows about cannabis. Because mm -hmm. everyone's like, I don't, need I don't need a doctor anymore. I can just go down to this dispensary and get this and get this and get this and get this. Mm -hmm. And I truly believe that a doctor should be involved. And so um, that's the part that I stood on um, about, hey, I want to hope everyone has access. 
And if it's something that, that can help with pain and nausea, God forbid it's something as severe as cancer. But when you really get down to it, I speak at a lot of conferences <clears throat> and one of my slides is, I'm doing all the talking, Rebecca, I'm sorry. It's okay. <laughs> no, I'm fascinated, so. <laughs> put, 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 a, put, a, put a halt like, hey. <laughs> no, no, you please. We, we want to, to learn, so. Okay, okay. So um, the, you know, I, I, when I speak at these conferences, I have a, I'll have a big um, roll of duct tape on my, one of my slides and the audience looks at me and looks behind me and like, hey, dummy, you have the wrong slide. And I always say, I said, I don't want to say, I, the reason I have that there, I don't want to say uh, it's, cannabis is like duct tape with a million and one uses, but when you really get down to but you would be blown away on all the ailments that it can treat. And um, there's so many studies on it and it's still scheduled as a federally one scheduled one um, uh, harmful narcotic here in the United States, which is disappointing, but at the same time, and I'm not a really a conspiracy theorist, maybe a little more after COVID, but uh, I am, <laughs> I'm not going <laughs> to lie. <laughs> so, so, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. Okay, good. <laughs> So here's one for you. You're in the right place. I'm in the right place. Okay, good. Okay, let me let me put that hat on here. Those little yeah. But it's frustrating because the U.S. government owns a patent on medical cannabis as a neuroprotective CBD as a neuroprotective medical benefits. But they also schedule it as Schedule One with no medical benefits, and that's the part that frustrates me. So crazy. No, pick pick your side, guys. And yeah. it's frustrating. And that's the part that I don't want to ever give anybody false hope, but I want to give people options because if someone said, you know how, I mean, how many, how many treatments out there have a double blind study of a placebo that actually work? So if it said, Hey, John, eat your mouse or eat your cell phone. We've heard some pa cancer patients, um, you know, as a cancer patient, you're going to do it. Yeah. You're going to do it. I had a lady that, that we do, we do a stories of hope every week. And the woman, um, from Ireland was our last one. And she shared what she did. And I don't want to ever take any hope away from her because I totally agree that what she did worked because I've worked with other patients and it was via suppository where a lot of doctors in this industry, it's impossible. It doesn't cross the blood brain. I said, why would you take that away from anybody? Yeah. Why would you take that away from anybody? You know, especially if you've been di diagnosed and she said, gosh, when you, I've never tried alcohol. I she, she, I, she goes, I have a drink every Christmas. Which I thought was beautiful. Oh, yeah. And nice. she said, I've never tried this, but when you've been diagnosed with something, you will try anything. Yeah. And you know what? Her eight, 18 centimeter tumor went to nine. And I think it's down to two right now. Uh, maybe even sm uh, smaller. But, you know, so wow. that I love those type of stories. You know, to me, success to me, because we had, we came out of the gate hitting a home run with Prince's father, was saving a life. Where others is, I sleep better. Totally. I don't have an anxiety. I don't have depression. My diabetes numbers have gone down. I have, you know, ALS. And so that's the part where I read, talked about um, the duct tape with a million and one uses. When you really get down, do your research. You know, you can get look on our site, United Patients Group. You can look. I hate to say Google University, but you know, there's so many studies, and you'd be so 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 surprised at how many studies are done on cannabis. And a lot of them are unfortunately out of this country because it's still schedule one. I mean, we should be leading the way, you know, oh, no. China's leading the way, Europe's leading the way, Israel's leading the way, the list goes on and on and on Canada, you know, and, and so that's the part about hope and get, gift giving options 
I mean, do you think? Okay, I'll let you speak now. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, it's it's kind of sad as far as the United States not. Le- I, I feel like we're not leading the way in anything positive anymore, which is quite unfortunate. But um, it's just the way it is. So, I mean, is that because of the stranglehold of big pharma and the government, or like? Yeah, you, you know. Yes, I'm going to say that. And so here's yeah. my conspiracy theory, too. And uh, I'll use your your platform here because I hadn't spoken about this publicly, but I did with you uh, before the show. You know, it's frustrating. You know, I'm 53 years old. I'm, uh, you know, we had a, in the 60s, we had a rocket ship, Apollo, that left the United States or the planet, planet Earth and flew up to the moon. We had contact with them via phone, excuse me, via phone, I was going to say via iPhone, via video, as well as audio. Their computer down in, in uh, here on planet Earth, you know, was, we have more information in our cell phones than we did then, but it got our, um, our astronauts up there and safely home held together, and I love Ikea, no disrespect to Ikea, but mm-hmm. held together with Ikea nuts and bolts and tools, you know, a little more than that. But it's frustrating because we've put so much stuff into COVID right now, attention, money, science. What the heck has happened to cancer? You know, cancer will affect all of us in one way or another. If mm. it's, God forbid, my wife, God forbid, relatives, friends, families. And so that's the part that's frustrating that you, it's like nothing's changed. So you ask me, is it due to pharma, pharmaceuticals? I truly believe. I think it, oh, you know, really it, it's a multi-billion dollar industry, not only here in the oh, US, no. but overseas. And diet, I think what we're eating, you know, what's in our food. And so yeah. I don't know, you know, uh, um, you know, I think what we put on our body is very important. Absolutely. And, and there's, you know, you know I, and this goes back to you know, kind of just our country in general, or general and our government, they uh, they don't have regulations in the right places, <laughs> uh, and things that are illegal in the EU are allowed here. Yeah. You know, as far as you know, um, skincare products, hair I was gonna products, say skincare, makeup. I mean, literally, and totally. and like, I mean, as a female, I've been like yeah. slathering my body in that stuff since I was like 14. Look at this. Like, <laughs> I'm shiny just through all the <laughs> You know, that's something that I that I've always done my whole life for some reason. I don't know. I mean I used Well to your get... skin looks great. So you know what? I would I my roommates in college was like, give me a break. And then later on in life, I I mean I'm still friends. They go, you know what? I remember because of you, I I I use lotion now. And it was something that I, you know, I I still have my hair. You yeah, know, I, I'm yeah. very fortunate about that, you know, but I, um, but it's, I think it's important. You mentioned skincare, you know, that's something that I've always looked, I shouldn't say always looked at, but I've, I look at, and that's frustrating to see all the banned stuff that's in the UE, uh, EU, excuse me, yeah. Um, yeah. of what's there, but that Have the products over here. here aren't. And oh, so, yeah, yeah. And, that, and that's, that's scary. Yeah. And I mean, it's the same with food, you know, when you look at, uh, different processed foods, which of course are not good anyways, but cereals and things like that, you look at the ingredients for the same cereal in the United States. And then you look at whatever they have in Britain or France or whatever, and it's completely different. It's the same brand, but they don't allow this thing. So of course the the company wants to be in that country. So they'll do whatever they have to do. So they take out that nasty stuff and use, you know, turmeric as a food coloring or whatever, (laughs) like, 
but then here they it, just yeah it's it is frustrating though it is frustrating and uh you know and I a lot of people over... don't know this and that's sad too i mean you know <clears throat> people in in our you know kind of world do but and like my yeah, like you say yeah you're right in, in our world they 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 do know yeah. and you know because i share it you know people always kind of be like god you're a walking encyclopedia but like you this is what we do all day and i i have family members that, Hey, what about this? Does it work for this? Does it matter? What do you recommend? You know, yeah. if it's, if it's toothpaste, deodorant, lotion, skincare, or cannabis. And so, yeah. um, a, a lot of your, so is your audience, uh, women mostly? I would say probably majority. Gotcha. And so a lot of times when women call the office it, about, they'll say, John, um, um, I'm having an issue with sleep, depression, anxiety, I'd like to try cannabis. And a lot of times I route people away from cannabis. <clears throat> I think it's wonderful. And I think everyone should do it in some form or another. You don't have to be high to get it, to have the benefits. So again, back to our endocannabinoid system, bringing the body back, back to balance. I had a doctor on the other day and he said, <clears throat> John, do you know, homeostasis means a lot of things, not just in cannabis. And I said, what do you mean? He's like a hug, a smile, a raise, seeing a great concert, listen, reading a book, bringing that you know, a puppy dog, a baby. And I said, I'll be damned. I mean, these are all things that can bring happiness to us. And every, you know, a lot of what we're going through right now, you know, there's days that I, I, I have to exercise. That's one thing that I, that that's, that's my drug of choice. And if I don't, if I miss it two, three days, you just see my whole body, everything just, and so that's, that's something that I always turn to. And so, but a lot of times women will call and talk about, you know, depression, anxiety, and, and, and stress. And I'll say, they say, we'd like to try cannabis. And I said, how old are you? You don't have to get personal. They'll share with me. And I said, my advice, because everything is like a domino effect. When we don't have the sleep, the anxiety comes on the next day or the depression or extra cup of coffee, or you want to eat that beautiful praline from uh, <laughs> the Caroline in Charleston, <laughs> you know, you know, and then your body's like, oh, what have I done? You know, and okay, I'll, I'll start my exercise tomorrow. But I'm a fan of naturopathic medicine and naturopathic me naturopath doctors will give you a test, a blood test marker from A through double Z, you know, where most doctors will give you, you know, here, Rebecca, here's your results from A to Z. Well, I want to know about all these other hormones that are going on. And you can go there and see where you are, both men and, and women, and they can put you on supplements, plant-based hormones, et cetera. And it's amazing. Mm -hmm. Next thing you know, you're sleeping your depression's away, your anxiety. Believe me, I use cannabis at night. I use a um, uh, couple companies that I use, but for sleep, um, one of the one of the uh, cannabinoids that helps us sleep is, is THC, but also CBN, Charlie Bravo Nancy. And that's another cannabinoid, non-psychoactive, hmm. but great, great for sleep. And so the same thing with THC, it's, it's not, it has, because I have a lot of people that call and say, John, I'd like to, the medical, portion of the plant not the recreational so in their mind cbd is medical mm. but mm. thc is recreational and so thc is very beneficial for sleep for appetite um for it's a cancer fighter it's been proven to kill cancer cells um pain and so it's same thing like you know um uh, I, I use i always use wine as an analogy because my, my brother's been in the wine business for 20 something mm. years but we can go have at wine tasting, get a sip of wine, you're perfectly fine. We drink three bottles of wine, you're going to be 
drunk or uncomfortably drunk. Yeah. <laughs> the same thing with cannabis. You can have minute amounts of THC, you know, one, two, three, five milligrams, not feel anything and get some great benefits and not, not feel high. And so that's why it's something called the entourage effect where you combine them different cannabinoids, THC, CBD, they're very beneficial together, THC, CBN, they work well together. It's like baking a cake and leaving out the eggs or the flour. Or I had a doctor, actually down your way in Florida, though, um, was talking about, he's like, I look at it, it's like a um, orchestra without the cymbals or the drum, <laughs> you know, yeah. missing missing that, that part out. So, yeah. um, but, you know, for your listeners, I just think if anybody's going through a lot of things, great contact me for for cannabis but also look look at see if there's a naturopathic doctor um and you can yeah. really get a, take you can tell a lot about your body what's happening on the inside um just from those blood tests as well so the entourage effect is that um i mean when you, if as somebody who just this is not medical cannabis but like cbd in general when you go trying to purchase it yep. say like full spectrum or you know, broad spectrum or whatever, yep. right? So the full spectrum also has that hint of THC. So then it has it has zero point three percent, which yep. is the legal legal limit. And so for your listeners that live in legal or illegal states, if you are going to try, I think it's really important that to keep a, some type of cannabinoid in your body. Again, bring it to balance. Helps with inflammation for both men and women. Helps with sleep. Helps with pain. Helps with appetite. And you can get that with CBD as well. Yep. And so, yep. but one thing I always recommend is make sure it's it, it's um, grown and manufactured here in the US, nothing wrong with, over, no disrespect overseas, but the regulations are different. And so it's funny, those are the things yeah. that we right. look at, but not the other other stuff, skincare and everything else know, and, and stuff like that. Yeah. So here, a if you are gonna go the hemp CBD route, which is 0.3% and there's some great companies and I'll share share with you offline, you can share with yeah, your audience if you want to that. Um, uh, I would look for something grown here in the United States I would look for a company that grows their own is not going down to a Costco and buying it all because a lot of the stuff in this industry, unfortunately, same product. It's so different confusing. Labor. Yeah. There's, same I feel product, like there's different so it's in the last, I mean, I'm sure, you know, in the last few years, there's just been like a surge of, totally. I mean, everybody's trying to get into the totally. industry and, and, and then people are like buying it at the, at the gas station or something. And it's That's like, not where you what go. is that? You That's know? not where you go. No, and, no. So <clears throat> specifically for hemp CBD, hemp is known as mop weed, like you're mopping up the floor because back in the day when there were uh, uh, toxic spills, they would grow hemp, throw away, do another load, and then test the soil. And guess what? Communities, homes, churches, schools are grown there because that's what uh, uh, hemp was. I wasn't sold on hemp at the very beginning when they started, everyone started popping up, you know, eight, you know, years ago, seven yeah. years ago, five years ago, until I was invited to go see a, uh, I always thought it was like corn stalks, hmm. you know, hay. And I was invited to go see a farm and totally changed my, okay, it was a thousand acres outdoor, 87,000 square feet indoor. And uh-huh. they showed me all the stuff. And so when trying to find, I, I personally like um, a few companies. One is uh, a USDA certified. And again, I'll give you these. You can share this with the audience if you like. Um, but it's USDA certified organic. So I'd look for something like that. Um, something that tests not only the product, but also the soil. So I would look at look for a company to test soil, seed, 
sale. So test the soil, make sure there's no pesticide metals, toxins in the soil. And then they're growing it and then they test a the plant afterwards and then they test it again before uh, before they send it out to the consumers so there's a lot of things and if a company does not have accurate test results and i say accurate probably six months or or, or newer if it's two years go with something else if they don't have test results and they test it's not for you the consumer to make sure they have it's it's the company and so probably the ones that are in those grocery stores or gas stations they aren't testing and so um, go to another company. There, there's thousands of companies out there, uh, but make sure the ones I always look at, tested, of course, USDA certified, organic, uh, grown here in the United States, their grow, not something, not them just going out and buying bulk. And so, um, uh, you know, but I, I truly believe that, that uh, we should have some type of cannabinoid in our body, you know. Uh, I know, it's like we were perfectly designed created, I know, huh? whatever you want to call it <laughs> to, yeah. to consume this plant you know you could do the plant so and again it's not for everybody and so with the in regards to consuming i'm glad you brought that up um uh there's so many different ways to do it nowadays you have of course smoking you have vaporization um uh edibles come from from gummy bears to to cookies to candies to, to popcorn to brownies you know not really my favorite but I'm guilty of it. I take a gummy at night before bed. And, uh, um, and then you have topicals. There's some great topicals that, um, that, that yeah. aren't using the stuff that's uh, banned, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, lotions. You know, I use a company, you know, before my runs or rides, I lotion up my legs with these pain bombs, you know, mm. just to make sure that I stay, stay healthy. Um, like that talk about pain and I won't ask your age, I don't have knock on wood. I get out of bed. I don't have any creaks. Wow. Uh, and I don't know if it's because of cannabis way of life, what I put on my body. Um, you want to talk food? I mean, you tell okay. me this. I, I'm, I'm the one. I'm the one. Well, <laughs> I brought you on my show. So, okay. I, mean, it's okay. you know, so I look at myself as a, as a health advocate, as well as a wellness advocate and uh, just helping. I, I love doing that. It's funny about, and I'm not one to, <laughs> so, so about a year and a half ago, um, uh, went on a trip over overseas. It was uh, the school I went to over there had its hundred year anniversary. And so about 1600 alumni showed up and I arrived and I was, I saw my buddy, I'm like, oh man, you look great. He goes, green, organic, and vegan. I said, I'm in. He goes, nice. we're on vacation. And I said, let's do it. And he said, now I said, let's do it. You know, and I'm not one of those vegans going, I'm vegan, 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 vegan. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so, but uh, I, I don't miss meat and I love steak and chicken and I, and I don't miss it, but it's funny. My inflammation on the inside has gone down. My inflammation on the outside has gone down. My sleep is better. I don't crave any sweets and I loved Mm -hmm. you know, chocolate. I used to live mm -hmm. in Belgium. I used to, that's part of their, oh, of course, obviously. their daily yeah. chocolate and, and coffee. I mean, and, and yeah. stuff like that. But, but I, but I know it's because of inflammation and inflammation in the body can lead to other ailments, disease in the body, which, and I think because of not having, you know, my, my knees or my back hurting when I get out of bed, I'm thinking that's probably what it is because I'll go out, you know, have a, yeah. Pizza, tiramisu or something like that afterwards and i feel it the next morning you know when yeah. i put when you clean your body out and you're like and you put something in it if it's salt oh my God, it's so much more sensitive yeah yeah 
And well, because so, I think uh, you're just like so used to being inflamed all the time if you if you eat bad, you know. So it's just like, oh, it's all the same. But then when you don't, and then you put inflammatory things in your body, it's like even that more noticeable. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. I I, I look back at old pictures of that I had with Corinne and I, which is the whole house, <laughs> you know. And uh, but I look at these and I'm thinking, gosh, I'm the one that looks sick at times. And we ate well. But I was a happy, happily married man. I mean, we were, it was just happily married. So, you know, I didn't have the time that I have now to go for my runs, my rides every day. And, but we still worked out. We went on our hike. We rode, you know, rode, we hiked, we walked. Um, but you also sat down with dinner and you, you know, and I, and so it's, it, uh, you know, it, it was, so I don't know, whatever makes you happy. I don't want to, I'm not saying my journey is different is, is the way to go, but, uh, it's just something that I've learned and I've experienced a lot in my life, you know? So, so how, so how, I'm sorry, when did you say yeah. it, when you became plant-based vegan or um, January, January 2nd, uh, 2020. Oh, wow. So a yeah. newbie. Nice. newbie. And I, and I flew overseas and I flew over there with a mask on January 1st because I started, I heard about this virus going around. Right. In Asia, and so where it was, so my dad was in in banking. We lived in Tokyo, came back here, and then transferred to the Philippines, and then came back here. And so this one was international school in Manila, which has about 116 different nationalities and about like I said, 1600 uh, alumni from the class of 1950 to 60 to 2020 arrived. Yeah. And so it was incredible, but it's sad because that's probably the last time anything like that will ever happen. You know, but we, but it, people were talking about it. People were talking about it. But anyway, that's when I started. And um, um, I've had, you know, there, it's funny. If your body craves something, go for it. You know, um, there was about two months ago, I was at my brother's and he barbecued and had a piece of chicken. And he says, you're actually, I said, you know what? My body was craving it. You know, I've had, you know, I had eggs the other day. You know, I love organic rice, sauteed spinach couple of eggs over easy with some avocado, a little olive oil, you know, and I don't feel, I so don't feel guilty if you, you know, if, every now if, and then, every now and then. Yeah. I think moderation, moderation too, but, uh, um, but that's less than you know. moderation. People, th people say moderation, but then they eat it for every meal. And I'm like, that's not moderation. <laughs> yeah. moderation. <laughs> you know? Or like drinking, you know, it's yeah. like, well, I only have one drink every night. And it's yeah. like, well, yeah. that's, or like one or moderation. two. Moderation. I mean, yeah. no, that's not moderation. Yeah. Or like, I mean, I always, I do the, uh, the analogy with like actual drugs, like, okay, yeah. I only do meth in moderation. I only do it every weekend, you know, like, I'm sorry. Well, your teeth look great there, Rebecca. So I'm glad <laughs> they didn't fall out. <laughs> I only do, you know, hardcore drugs every weekend. So. Yeah. But it's moderation. It's in moderation. moderation. In moderation, yeah. yeah. Well, so are you, husband, when I mentioned vegan, are you, uh, are you, yes. are, have you, are, are, yeah. are you vegan? I'm a plant-based vegan. I have been uh, for five years now. So yeah. So my background is that I had gotten really sick with an autoimmune disease. And I saw that. I read that on your site. Yeah. And long story short is, I mean, it took me years, but, and I tried all kinds of different things. I traveled to England and had alternative treatments that are not allowed here because yeah. of whatever. Um, I tried every type of diet. I saw functional doctors. I've tried 
And then there's a lot of things that I still try to do now, like infrared saunas and things like that, that are super. You're living my life. I have, an infrared, <laughs> I have an infrared sauna here. It's, it's funny. I just ordered one. It's oh coming this week. I know. So I've chilled. I'll tell you the quick story. I interrupted you, but I'll take a quick story. So that my friend Annie, who's passing right now, Mm -hmm. She runs this international integrative oncology conference and she's been doing it for 19, 20 years. And the first time Kren and I went probably about eight years ago. Um, and now I sit on her board and I, and I do it. I'm really involved, nice. but I remember walking through there in the, in the exhibit hall and there was one of these infrared saunas with, where, you know, you put your head out. Yeah, and you got, that's the come, come, come sit in it, come sit. And I'm thinking I'm in my suit here. I, you know, I'm, I'm yeah. and I sweat, you know, I'm like, no, no, no. So, we went to another conference maybe about a month later and sure enough, this guy's there. And I'm like, it was this guy, like a carnival goes from every, <laughs> every uh, exhibit hall or conference. Yeah. conference. Anyway, there was a doctor or no, no, she was a, she was a, um, a judge that spoke. She's from Texas and I'll really shorten this, but she was diagnosed with cancer. Doctor said, get your affairs in order. She went home. She said she went, you know, shared with her husband and her kids and she woke up to, she said, there's, I woke up to the back of my legs sweating and she goes at the foot of my bed, Jesus was there. And so she's like, are you telling me I should sweat? So she wakes her husband up. You're not gonna believe who was here, who Jesus here. He's like, what'd he say? You know, he was joking at it. She's like, I'm serious. I'm serious. So the next day she goes to her doctor and her doctor said, you know, the amount of chemo I have to give you would kill you. The amount of, of radiation would kill you. Darling and they're in Texas, you know, my advice is just go home and get some sweat on. And she just looked up. She said her eyes welled up with tears. She goes, and she told him, told her about, told him about the dream. And he said, then darling, you better go sweat. And she goes, I'm a judge. I work in air conditioned office, air conditioned car, air conditioned gym, air conditioned house. I never sweat. So I started sweating. And so anyway, she wrote a book and she, she's cancer free. Not and and she, I don't think she went, I don't want, how funny I'm talking in bloody, Siri just thinks they're listening. Conspiracy <laughs> theorists. <laughs> they're on to us, Rebecca. Trigger words, trigger words. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so Kurt and I went back to our exhibit uh, booth and we went over there and we bought three of those things. One for nice. us, one for their, our friends that uh, was having kidney issues and uh, non-alcohol, non uh, but kidney issues. And then her and, and her parents. And I don't think your parents wanted just because they didn't want them in the house, but uh, I still use it. And so I think it's wonderful that you are going to use it. I'm so, so excited. It, it's, did you get the portable one or the one that yeah. you. Yeah. So we went with the, the portable one and, and for a pretty good reason that I hadn't actually thought about. So I, I'll say that I have not been in a sauna in at least over a year because of freaking COVID. Yeah. Whatever the lockdown stuff. And, and so I don't feel as good as I have in the past. I mean, I still feel great, but I haven't felt as good, you know? Yeah. Anyways, and one of my friends who is also in the holistic health world, she has one of the, the portable ones. Yeah. And she said, and she does it every day. And, and one yeah. of the things is she says, if you get in, if you buy one of the, you know, full, you know, kind of sauna looking, yep. whatever, the wooden ones, that it's probably not a good idea to get in that every day because it heats up your brain. Ooh. Like, it's probably not a good idea to heat up your brain every yeah. day. I mean, it's fine if you do it a couple times a week, obviously. Moderation. 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 <laughs> that in moderation. But 
I want to do it every freaking day. <laughs> so, so you know. do it every drink, drink water, yeah. get a great sweat on. Um, yeah. You can do, you know, you can get um, essential oils, even like a eucalyptus. So you can oh, either yeah. put in your thing or peppermint. Yeah. So the holes like this. Yeah. I like sitting under it. To get Do the you? Sweat up. So, I, so I guess I'm frying my brain. No, but. no, no. Because my husband asked this because he wanted to do that. He was like, so can I sit on the ground? Because it has like a yeah. little chair, you know? Totally. And she was like, I don't know. So she contacted uh, the brand. I think it's yeah. the Rissage or whatever is the one that we That got. might be the one that, that, that might be the one that I, yeah. that, that I have. And uh, I'll send you the picture of the one I have. But uh, They said it's yeah. fine. It's fine, to, it's yeah. fine to sit on the ground. I mean, yeah. Yeah. So I don't sit on the ground, but I, but I, but I do layer it with towels on the bottom and ta yeah, towels yeah. on the chair and, and you go and you in like, there. You like lean back further or something? Yeah. You know, <laughs> and there's two little zippers here. You can put your hand out. Yeah. And you I'm can so excited. watch TV or read or whatever like that. Oh my but, gosh. Um, but not, no, you guys, you guys are going to like it. You guys are going to like it. And then for your audience, and I don't know if, if you were, if you're sharing that company, but for your audience, don't go the there are some cheap cheap ones like on ebay or uh, ebay amazon is ebay even around anymore amazon um yeah i would be worried you know about for, for 199 dollars you know i would go up middle i know there's thousand thousands the one that i that i have i think was 800 but because we were at the conference we got it for four oh, or five nice. you know yeah. um uh, but I, I'm excited for you because it's it's I'm great. So Let, back to your autoimmune disease. Now, I'm a big fan of what we put in our system, but our gut. There's a great documentary called this gut. This it's called the second brain, yep. the brain yep. brain, and the gut is the second brain. And sometimes, you know, our gut could be our first brain. When that's off, you know, how many times is that off? You're like, ah, oh, you know, I don't, you know. And, I and had so, I had a gut issue, so. So you did. So I'm a big so fan of. I'm a big fan of of. Uh, 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 probiotics there's mm -hmm. here in the u.s million and billion rankings overseas they have one and i'll share that with you too is with trillion rankings and yeah it's 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 again why is it banned in the u.s i have no idea but just how you went over overseas well and because know. you know it's so crazy i mean you know everything it starts in your gut right so i mean of course i mean i actually had a gi disorder yeah. um and I, I've said this a million times on the, on the podcast before, but it is just nuts reminiscing about it because I remember when I was talking to my doctor, you know, one of my first questions as it should be, especially when you have something wrong with your digestion would yeah. be, is there anything I should or shouldn't eat? And what do they say? Oh, that won't make a difference. Oh my goodness. Oh, that won't make a difference. And I'm like, what, <laughs> you know? And then, of course, all disease in general, not just digestive disorders, are are linked in our gut. So, I mean, so are you, how are you now? I'm good. I'm great. Great. Yeah. Great. Yeah. You know, you you. Um, that's one thing we we did not go the chemo radiation route, but we did go to oncologists. To we went to three major oncologists here in the San Francisco Bay Area um, mm -hmm. universities. And the thing that frustrated me, we spoke about nutrition. Whatever you want to eat. Hot fudge Sunday, candy, pizza, burger. And I said, no, 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 nutrition. You know, sugar can breed, really? unhealthy food can breed, no. you know. And that's, that was frustrating. That was, really was frustrating. And uh, they know nothing. They're no, they know nothing. They know nothing and when about you walk it. out, you know, it was July, August, September. You'd walk out and there'd be a big bowl of Halloween candy. Oh, I just finished my treatment. No. Let me have, let me all take the Snickers no. and, oh, I, lo I love those, you know, Reese's type of thing. And I just thought, gosh. Isn't you know, it crazy? 
It really is crazy. It really it is really, crazy. It's really mind-blowing, you know, just the, the, the healthcare system here is just incredible. And then I, last night or a couple of days ago, there was some commercial on for uh, a hospital. I don't know if it was local or what, Yeah. but not to like, I mean, the people didn't look healthy. Like the nurses don't, the doctors don't look healthy. And I'm just like, oh my God. what? you know, and you're going to these people and then, and, but there's still so many who have them on a pedestal as though they're God and whatever they say. I mean, there's more times different people in my family who have been like, well, whatever my doctor tells me to do, I'm going to do it. And I'm like, well, or like we, my dad, I mean, I'm just going to say it. I mean, my dad has, has had heart issues and his doctor tells him, you know, he has, he cooks with canola oil. And I'm like, that is so inflammatory. It is so inflammatory. It's like, oh, well, this is what my doctor took. My doctor's a heart doctor. He told me to use this. And I'm just like. And that's the part know. that's frustrating. And I think, you know, it, I always talk about a pebble in the pond with the ripple effects, meaning like education. And mm -hmm. I think sharing what you're doing is so important. And sometimes even in my own family, you know, like, ah, and so <laughs> I, you know, I, I work with so many uh, uh families and patients and they get, they share stories like this where they're frustrated. I said, you know, it, it's not our journey to, you know, say, we know. Can give them the information, but don't get mad because, you know, I've seen families break up. I have one of our uh, nurses, her daughter has autism and yeah. her family disowned her because she used cannabis and it's just, it's successfully. Wow. It's sad. And it's out here in California and it's sad. You know, it, yeah. it's sad. It's like, I can't believe you gave that to well, look at my daughter then. Look at my daughter now. And it's a plant. I mean, it's, it's not, a plant, and it's been yeah. used. It's been used. It was it was legal here as a medic as a medicine until 1937. Yeah. And then you know governments got involved in your conspiracy theory and and uh, all that other stuff. Um, I know a little bit about that. Hopefully. Yeah. yeah. So it, it's so it's it's frustrating, but um, you know the cannabis plant, you know. Uh, with all these things, you know, you, you, I was talking to someone the other day about, you know, I'm not into psychedelics, but there's so many studies in the psychedelics, yes. you know, psilocybin, which is mushrooms, you know, even with migraines, I remember about nine years ago, Chris and I were coming back from a conference in, in Colorado. And I saw this guy that we know in town and I said, I didn't see you at the conference. He goes, Oh no, no, I'm part of this other organization. And it's for, it's called maps and it's for psychedelic um, studies. And I said, <laughs> Wow. Colorado or Las Vegas? <laughs> and he said, no, no. I said, what'd you study? He goes, actually, the, the topic on this one was psilocybin and mushrooms and migraines. And I said, what do you mean? He goes, you can do microdosing of migraines. Um, microdosing uh, microdosing of, 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 of mushrooms, you know, minuscule, one dose, and it will shut off the receptor in the brain that stops the migraines. And so, do, and I said, you got to be kidding me. So I went and did research. I can't t tell you how many how much research is done on psilocybin mushrooms. A good wow. friend of mine in in Belgium, he's been going through a little depression with his mother. His father passed away a few years ago. His mother passed away a few years ago. He's the only child, and now COVID, you know. And so I said, I'll, I'll shout out to Gaston. Gaston, I said, <laughs> Gaston, I know you're not into cannabis or anything else like that, but. If I were you, I'd go down to Holland. Oh, I was telling about mushroom. He goes, where would I get? I said, go to Holland. You're you're only 45 minutes away. And he went to Holland. You can get by him legally. And he takes, you know, he he takes, I think, a fourth, a quarter of, of a gram. 
Yeah. And he said, John, I don't feel any psychoactive. And he goes, I'm not, I'm on my, I'm not on my uh, depression medicine right now. Oh, I feel great. Wow. I'm happy. He goes, and I don't feel anything different except not feeling sluggish. And so again, for, wow. you know, warning to everybody, I'm not, I'm not a doctor and I'm not, so I don't want to people, I don't, I'm not invite, do your research. You know, right. so but what I was getting at, there's so many plant-based medicines that have been around for thousands and thousands of years that have no side effects. No fight, you know? but like yeah. the Aztecs, the Mayans, oh, yeah. the, right. you know, uh, everyone's been using it, the, you know, know. The, the indigenous uh, tribes and people. And they're like, you're banning this? This is something we've been using for well, years. Well, because it's, it's, a, it's a, you can't patent nature. So that's why. Yeah. Yeah. And then when you really get down, it, it blows your mind on all the sci science that's already there between, behind these, behind nature. Behind so, nature. um, I mean, this is not a conspiracy theory. It happened, but <laughs> a few months ago. It all, uh, okay, conspiracies, they know, all right? happened. What I mean, the yeah. thing is, it's so funny when people say conspiracy theory because they're not theories. They act yeah. like, you know, like, yeah. I, I hate when people say that word, but, but, you know, there's still, I don't, well, that word was created what, after, well, that term, I think, what I've read was that it came about after JFK or something. JFK, yeah. They were, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it's, so let's, whenever let's they hear, say, let's, whenever let's, they let's say conspiracy theory, it's just, it's just, it, it screams even louder to me yeah. that it's something true and they're trying to brush it under the rug, totally. and, you know, whatever. But, um, totally. Don't look, okay. So on what I was going to say is on Wikipedia, uh, earlier oh. or last year at some point when all the stuff was coming out about, you know, Immune, your immune system and being actually healthy and whatnot on Wikipedia, which is supposed to be open, right? That you can go in and edit things or whatnot. Well, they locked, I don't know if you know this, they locked like 10 different pages, traditional Chinese medicine, Ayurveda, Come naturopathy, on. all of these, they locked them so that you couldn't change them. And on the description, at some point, it would say that they were all pseudoscience and that there was no scientific studies, which is a lie. That is a flat out lie on all of those things. And it's just like, ah, oh, like so frustrating. Here's one. And I normally wouldn't grab my phone on a, on a thing, but watch oh, no. this. This, this. This one blew my mind the other day. Ready for this one? Yeah. Who's the most powerful doctor in the world? Bill Gates. According to Pinterest, can you can you believe that? No, I believe it. Somebody I, I looked it up myself, and somebody had posted it. So oh, so, so that's been around. Uh, everybody listening, go. Yeah, I mean, you can Google it. You can ask Siri. Whatever. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, I know about it. That, I I I heard that. I said, you got to be kidding me. We you could know? talk about Bill Gates all day because. Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh, that I'll have you on again, and we can talk please. about Bill Gates. Please, please, please. <laughs> and my um, my intense hatred for this man. <laughs> <laughs> good. These could be some good conversations. Who yeah, wants to talk about cannabis? Let's talk about conspiracy theories and Bill Gates. I really um, do want to talk about these things, honestly. Like, not necessarily yeah. now, but I have been. It's like, you know, I just don't want, like holding it in. It's just so painful, you know? Let it go. Let it go. <laughs> let it go. Like the song. Let it go. Yeah. Let it go. Let it go. Causes so, disease when you hold that yeah, in. So. Yeah. Um, anyway, I, I, I appreciate you. I, I, I know, I know that, uh, this is your show. Go for it. 
Um, I, I was looking at the hour. That's why I didn't want to over overstep my welcome here. That's why. No, you would you would never be overstepping your welcome. The I mean, we obviously have a lot to talk about. I do want to say it's quite interesting. You mentioned Belgium. So my husband's dad is actually Belgian. Oh, cool. And my husband's dad also was an international banker. Oh, wow. Yeah. So um, did is where was he in Belgium? In Brussels, I'm certain. I'm not sure. Um, I don't know where he's actually originally from, but his uh, family. Uh, is he is he uh, the Flemish side or the French speaking? I think the French. The French, yeah. So I was on the on the Flemish side. It's so funny. That it, <laughs> I think wow. this, but I I could be wrong. Yeah. So Flemish is uh, uh, like Dutch. It, it you know. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and so little similarities. His stepmother is Dutch, um, but she, but they met when they were over here, though. Not this is it. So Belgium is a beautiful country, you know. No, and I, and, uh, I was in Ghent. They put okay. Gant, Gant, Howard, you know, but it's it's the American, silly American called Ghent, and um, it's beautiful because you have medieval times. You know, you had your the pirates who went through there. You have the 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 canals that go through there, and so it it, it was. Uh, it's a beautiful country and people, but the thing that got me was it rained like 366 oh. days a year. <laughs> you know, and so, no, I would and never so live it there. rained, <laughs> And I talked to my friends back here in the state. This is in July and August where you're yeah. supposed to be like running oh. around. And I talked to my family over here and friends and I could hear the birds chirping. I'm like, oh, just oh. <laughs> as I'm looking outside. Oh God, doesn't that sound and, awful? Yeah. And, and I was, um, uh, Anyway, it, it was, but I, but I have, I, I, I go back, I have dear friends and, and it was funny. I brought Corinne there, when were they, like 2015, 16, and we went and it was California sun the whole time. Oh, She's like, nice. what's up with this? I see yeah. it's beautiful. I said, it, it's a beautiful, it's actually a beautiful country. It really is a beautiful yeah. country. So, and traveling, I'm a big fan of traveling. So that's the one thing that I was v so fortunate to have that I was able to travel. And I think seeing the world, what's mm -hmm. out there. And, yeah. uh, and I hope we're able to do that freely nowadays. Yeah. Um, I was going to ask you, you want to talk about vaccines? You want to talk about the passports, you know, vaccine passports. I mean, that's, that's, that's a whole other thing, you know, uh, but John, that's a conspiracy theory. <laughs> so that's what I'm getting at. So you want to go down here? We have another hour here, but yeah, it's the same I might thing have to about... take a break and go to the bathroom. Drink <laughs> 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 <have to> water. <laughs> no, I know. You know, it's funny. I never finished my glass of water either. <laughs> but I just say it's frustrating. It's frustrating. They're saying no. You know, I have a trip coming up in in September, a, a biking trip uh, overseas. You know, I'm hearing I need to go back. So clearly, I haven't been vaccinated. You know, and I don't know. I'm not ready to do that. I don't think they know what to do. I think when they say, I mean, California has been up, down. Oh, it's safe. It's not safe. It's safe. Go out. No. Yes. No. Yes. Fauci says, get your shots, but wear two masks. And then next year we're going to do the booster. So, you know, I don't want to. And again, this is me. Yeah. And, and yeah. My, my mom. It should be a personal opinion. A, a personal. Yeah. A personal yeah. choice. Yeah, my Absolutely. mom got it, and she she yeah. said to me, she goes, "I know you don't want me to get this, but all her friends from church and everybody." So she did it. And it's frustrating. I went down to the to our local CVS and I walked in there and I said, can I help you? I said, yeah, actually, do you have any paperwork on the, sh the shot? Do we want to go here? I'm sorry. I'm taking over. I do. Your show. No, I want to okay. go on. I, want so I said, I said, do you have any paper? She goes, well, what do you mean? I said, my mom's coming here tomorrow to get the shots. Do you have any warnings? 
And he looked at me and he's like, ah. So he walked around. I kid you not. So I'm going back for about eight minutes. He came. He's. I'm so sorry. This is what I found. And it was, he was kind of generic because it had all Moderna and, and Johnson, Johnson, Pfizer on there, but all this, all this stuff. And I looked at he and the other pharmacist and I said, are you getting this? And they looked at me and they looked at each other. I said, I'm going to take that as a no. And they went. So when I see a pharmacist and I've had pharmacists on my show and I asked them that the same thing, the, on, the functional medicine and, and integrative doctors that I work with, only one of them said, go grab it. Wow. You know, and that's sad because I have other very telling. Yeah. And, and my mom, knock on wood, she didn't have a hiccup, you know? And so it's, so I researched that as well, why it affected some over the others and others. They said, you might have some other illness ailments in your body that you're having the reaction to that. And so, Mm -hmm. you know, I don't want to scare anybody, but that's just what, what I, what I have learned. And then I see, you know, um, I still go out with masks on, you know, when I go to the stores, um, you know, and so I, I'm, I'm all, I was, I was a germaphobe before all this happened. I, I used to fly and wipe, I do my bleach, wipe wipe the airplane down. And that's how I met Corinne on an airplane. And that's basically what happened. Oh my gosh. She was like, why are you wiping uh, everything down? (laughs) Who's this weirdo here? You know? And so, uh, um, you know, but my friends laugh at me now. They're like, God, you were onto something. And I said, I, I've, I've seen, what goes on and what does not get cleaned on planes mm. and you can see, you know, and just breathing a friend of mine, right. You know, was a flight attendant and she says, I fight daily with the past passengers that don't want to wear their masks. Mm. And she goes, I'm here. She goes, I don't believe in masks, but I still have to wear the mask, you know? And so it's, it's hopefully, I don't know where this is going to go. You know, I mean, I know. it's, it's crazy. I mean, it's crazy. Just the cover up of, of the, the data and info and science, the actual science that's out there that they don't want you to see. It's like, no, no, don't look at that science. We don't want you to believe in that one, but you have to believe yep. in this one because, you know, whatever narrative. And I mean, mm-hmm. the mass thing, a study just came out of Stanford saying yep. they don't do anything. You know, it's a false, it's, it's a panacea. It makes people feel better. Um, but I think also what's happened is it's become like a religion to people, you know, they're like so obsessed with their mask, but, and then they're not doing other things. They aren't washing their hands, which is the most important thing is just washing your hands. I mean, that's, you know, so I don't know. Like I, you know, I've been up in the Hills running and I'll people get people yell at me that I have a mask on or I'm on my bike and I, and I'm very courteous. When I'm on my bike and I'll yeah. see, and I'm going and, and people are walking on this side, I'll go over here. And you know what? Nine out of 10, give me a thank. And I said, no problem. You know, I, I, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to. If that makes them uncomfortable, then yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. And there's times when I see others, I'll be, I'll either run by and I'll just do this. Right. They'll say thank you, you know, but, uh, you know, hopefully, hopefully, I don't know, it, but it's just changing us. You know, 9-11 changes yeah. I was in, in the, yeah. in the, in the, you know, travel magazine, uh, website business and that affected us, you know, and then yeah. now traveling, you can't do anything, you know, you have to go through your IDs and, you know, you I know. know. I mean, I just think about how, you know, anybody who's younger, obviously a certain yeah. generation can't remember how wonderful it was to travel. <laughs> like to travel. And that you could walk your loved one to the gate. I know. It was so, or somebody would be there like waiting. Yeah. For me. Like when I was younger and my mom yeah. would have like a sign, like welcome yeah. home. And it was so cute. Now we're like this. I know. Who's that there? You, Rebecca? Where, oh, where <laughs> 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 oh 
Oh, so, so I'll tell you, I have so many. This is how my mind works. I have so many stories. At the beginning of COVID, I had to go into the bank with my mom to um, uh, sign a document with her. And um, so she was, I think we both were gloves. She had sunglasses, a mask. And so she was just like, wasn't ready to get out. It was like she it was in the midst of COVID. Oh, right. We were, we were walking into the bank. And I said, it's okay, mom. She's okay. And she's not a nervous person. She's 84. She still walks three days, three, three miles a day. Oh, she drives and she wanted to go visit my brother, you know, down in Santa Barbara, five and a half hours. I'm like, go for it. I mean, that's how, com that's how confident yeah. I am in her. She still rides her bike. You know, that's, you know, yeah. I mean, she, we, we go walks and she'll, my aunt and uncle laugh because she takes two steps up as she's running up the stairs, you know, to catch the train. <laughs> so we walk in the bank. We're about two steps in the bank. I go, now's the time to, to, to rob the bank joking. I walk in there and there's a security guard on the other side of the door. And I don't know if he heard me or not. And I looked at him all, I'm like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> so we walk in there. So again, mom's all gloves. She has her hat on everything. And the lady, the manager goes, hi, Mrs. Malanka. <laughs> I said, how did you recognize her? Wow. I said, mom, this is clearly not the bank we're supposed to <laughs> Clearly not. We need clearly to go not. down so again, the road. <laughs> yeah. So the, the, the mask, I thought we were being disguised with a mask. Ah, darn. But now, now we all know each other what we look like with masks on too. So, but, yeah. uh, um, well, good. So, so do, what's your husband do? Is he in, in the health line as well? Uh, he is in, he's a uh, web developer. So oh, cool. he's an IT guy. And funny thing is actually we, we're going to move to California before COVID. Like, so he had a startup um, and we had been wanting to leave Charles. Charleston's amazing, but we had, we had lived there for like 16 years and we just yep. kind of wanted something mm -hmm. different. And so we're like, okay, well, we'll go to California for just like, do it for a few years, say we did it, whatever. You know, we like listed our house. Basically like three days later, it was the whole world, you know, went nuts. Oh, so it was re really recent. It was, yeah, like right okay. before COVID, like literally gotcha. super recent. Yeah. Um, so, so we did not move to California, obviously. Instead, yeah. we just moved up a little, up, a little north of where yeah. we were. But, but yeah, we were going to move to California. Um, but so he's, he's in IT. He had been a freelance uh developer for i don't know like 10 years or whatnot and then when we decided to move to wilmington yeah. he just wanted to check out like see what kind of it jobs were here and found like the perfect like senior developer awesome. position doing php or whatever code yeah. that, you know i don't understand any of that so yeah. whatever kind of code that he likes to do um but he's he also, I mean, he's a, he's a windsurfer. So he also does, um, yeah, beautiful. I love Wilmington. Yeah, as yeah. I mentioned off air, you know, I have, I have three very good friends there. Um, is that one restaurant you, you probably haven't even gone to the restaurant. There's a, there's a restaurant. No, they're there. open. Uh, they're open. There? I mean, this yeah, is the one yeah. that had, and I don't, I want to say it's called the vault, but it's not the vault, but in the back, it used to be an old bank and they have an old bank Ooh. safe, which has the wine. The That's where they keep the wine. Is that downtown? Uh, downtown. Oh, no, downtown. I haven't been to that one. Yeah, yeah. Um, is it? But called? it's uh, Wilmington's. A, 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 I love Wilmington, and uh, yeah, and, we and love, it, we're really. It has the California vibe, so I think you, you and it's, it's cheaper. So I think you you, you did it. Everything happens. No, let me tell you, it's a lot cheaper. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, and it's funny I, because I met I I got into the the yoga community here. I actually just finished my yoga teacher training, and the guy who owns the studio, they live there from LA. 
Oh. And now they live here and now they're bringing all their LA friends. <laughs> so it's like, like LA is coming to me almost though, but it's like the cool LA, LA yeah. people, you oh, know good. what I mean? Like, good, good, good. I think like everyone, everyone's leaving. They're frustrated what's happening here in our, in our state. I know. You know, it's, it's expensive. It's expensive. And I don't know how young families can start up nowadays or even the ones that are coming up, you know, it's crazy. I have a, my goddaughter and my nephew and I'm thinking, yeah. gosh, what, what's the world going to be like overpopulation? You can't go anywhere, you know, and, you know, and you have people talk about, you know, how beautiful Wilmington, where's Wilmington? Everyone moves there. You know, well, that's thing. happening apparently here. And, yeah. And, and yeah, I mean, it's inevitable. And that's what happened to Charleston. I mean, Charleston had the same thing. Um, my husband and I say that we lived there in the golden age because it was yeah. so amazing. And right. I moved there in 2004 and it was like, ah, it was just the prime, the prime time. And now, I mean, if you still go, it's, it's beautiful, yeah. all yeah. that, but it was so, it was like a, a, a hidden gem. You hidden know? gem, totally. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. the same thing. And I, and I th those two cities, and I know uh, you guys don't like to hear that, but Savannah and Charleston. Yeah one of my two favorites down the south yeah. and it's just just they're different but yeah. similar but um, so similar, yeah. yeah but it, the, the history in both those cities mm -hmm. is incredible yeah. Yeah. um you know and and the people are nice and welcoming and so i can see why people would want to move there as well um well good well good. yeah so, but one more question about the, yeah. the medical cannabis. Yeah, I know. I mean, I'm like, sorry. I'm, I'm being No, polite. no, no. I love that we digressed on all that. Do not apologize. Do <clears throat> not apologize. I'm, I mean, honestly, I sincerely want to bring you back on and we can talk about some cool. of these other things. Okay. Um, so as far as like the States go, cause I actually, I don't, I mean, I am pretty sure. Not okay. yet. But yeah. For South Carolina and North Carolina, I don't even know if they have medical cannabis. They might for only like no, cancer. So, so or... CBD, CBD is is um, the cannabinoid. And they passed the farm bill. The farm bill saying, "Oh, hemp now is available and welcome." So everyone jumped on, on board with this. And so, be careful what you you are buying. If you are looking for any of your listeners in the Carolinas or anywhere here in the U.S., you can go um, to your own Department of Health website it's your government website department of health of south carolina north carolina you know uh california texas wherever and, and you can type in their medical cannabis division or medical marijuana division and they all have it so you're not asking oh, okay. something that's illegal yeah. nope we're not legal you know you know is one or yes we're legal you know at the medical range or yes we're really adult only and they'll tell you uh qualified conditions you know, California is, and so what I recommend for families that are going through something very severe and they would like to try cannabis, um, you can start with CBD. If it's cancer, I truly believe that even epilepsy, I truly believe some THC needs to be yeah. solved, involved. And that's where the, the entourage effect comes in. So with epilepsy, a lot of these CBD laws, this is one of the main reasons why these CBD laws were, were, were um, uh, introduced into state um is that they were going for pediatric epilepsy so it's wonderful so it works i'm going to say 17 18 percent of the time with epileptic children autistic children you add minute amount of thc in that system and you'll have 75 percent success rate wow. uh, of, of seeing and so that's why i was talking about the entourage effect why it's mm -hmm. important and so if you are a family that's going through something like this or yourself before you uproot yourself, like you and your husband are going to do, but for other reasons, me, and, and that's called a cannabis refugee going to a different mm. state. But okay, you know, before you do that, go out and have a long weekend. Come to California. 
go to Colorado, Washington, Oregon. These are recreational legal states. You can have, have fun for two days, two weeks, two months, whoever you want, and see if it works. Even come out here and meet with a doctor that can recommend um, um, uh, protocols for you, not to push it on our site. On our site, we have consultation tabs where patients, their families, and their doctors can come and schedule an hour consultation with a nurse or a doctor, and they go over formulations, dosing protocols, um, guidance, um, specifically designed for you and your amine. I mean, they look at, you know, cannabis is not a one-size-fits-all, you know. I'm a fan of dispensaries, but I'm not a fan of dispensaries. Dispensaries are like cannabis pharmacies. You can walk in there. And generally, the person behind the counter, chances are he or she worked at Starbucks last week, and this week he's selling you medicine. You know, and I, you know, I know you can't really say medicine. I can say medicine because I've seen it work as medicine. I call it medicine. Um, yeah. yeah. And so, um, you know, but before you get up and leave, see if, see if it works. Because if, if you become a cannabis refugee, the one now you've left your home, your job, your community, your family, your church, if you, it, your schools, but also your doctor that already knows what's going on. So now you come over here, now you don't have your doctor, your church, your support system, you're away from family. And, and sometimes you're forced to do that. One of my dear friends, he and his wife left Georgia because of their eldest son. And I've talked about his name, Sawyer. And he has Deuce syndrome, which is a very rare disease. Um, it's another type of seizure disorder. And uh, um, they were coming back out and getting it. And they tried it. And they met with a doctor. And, and their son was having um, 200 plus seizures a day. Sawyer wore, wore a helmet. He was puffed up from all the medications. He was bruised from hitting his head and falling, this and that. So they became cannabis refugees. They left Georgia, came out here to California. It's a beautiful story um, if we have time. Um, but he has not had a seizure in, I'm going to say, over four years. Wow. He is playing baseball. He's top of his class. He runs like, he's like, oh my gosh. And so Casey, the dad said, told his family, he says, y'all get a call from John Malanka. He's Ken, you better let him, you, you, and they, and so he's in you, your name. He goes, you, we will do everything for you in Georgia for, so I'm friends with this family and I've been friends with this family and show you how life works. Casey left a great job in, in, in Georgia and came out, his wife's a nurse, and started working at uh, uh, a TV cable station. And they're like, why would you leave this to come work here? You know, and he said, my child is, can I need cannabis help? So boom, you, anyway, this is in Santa Barbara. My brother, who hasn't paid a bill in the store in whatever, 20 years, he, it was December 17th, his birthday, and he was taking the family to go skiing. And he had to pay, they had a rental property. He I had to pay this bill for the thing. And he's like, you know, trying to do a million things before he goes out. He goes, okay, I just got to pay. I'll go inside. I don't have time to pay it right now. So he goes inside, eight desks, and they're like, next. And so he walks up, hands the guy the thing, and the guy looks at him, looks at and Rob's thinking, oh, would you turn the cable off already? You know, it's like, he's like, you have me kin to John Malanka? And he goes, that's my brother. He goes, I'm here because of your brother. And he said, what? He came around the thing and showed a picture and he held them and he says, your brother saved my son's life. Yeah. And so now they're crying, crying. But what are the odds? And now they're friends. But what are the odds of going into a place? So random. Random. Yeah. And Rob said, I haven't paid a bill inside the, in the in cable yeah. company place and since I was in college. 
And, uh, but it just shows you how life is, you know, and, and uh, that's the part of life that I love. That's the part, that's how I met Corinne. It was a total fluke. I met Corinne on the plane and it turns out her mom and my aunt and uncle grew up together as a little kid, actually my, my uncle. And so my aunt and uncle have been to high school reunions with Corinne's parents as adults before Corinne and I were even a blank or gleam in each other's eye, you know? So, and there's a lot of stories like that. And so that's the part that keeps me going in life. That's the part that kind of got like, what is the purpose of life? You know, because I always said everything happens for a reason. I don't understand the reason that, that you know, you lose, I don't think we ever will wife. until, until we, uh, until, yeah, end, yeah. You know? So, but, but for your listeners, you know, how they can find out about cannabis, um, one, our, our website's a free website, information, education, what we pride ourselves on. And, um, I do, um, do regular podcasts. I speak at a lot of events, not only in the cannabis industry, as well as outside. I MC a lot of events. I uh, would love to have you on my show as well. And we can talk I about it, anything and everything. Yeah. Um, but for your, for your audience going through this, you know, um, call, I'm, I'm available, you know, and I take calls awesome. and, awesome. um, you know, and I'm more than happy to help out and, and, uh, you know, I'm more than happy to direct you, whichever route you go, you know, we, we work with top doctors, top uh, companies, product companies. And that's one thing that why people have always come to us <clears throat> and trusted. Um, I'm not Mormon. The Mormon invited Mormons invited Crit and I twice to come to more to, to, to Mormon, to, to Utah, to speak about cannabis. What an honor that is. Wow. You know, we're not, we were the first cannabis company to be invited to the U S government, in the U S Capitol. It was a day of education. It was not an open mic. It was a John and Corinne Malonke United Pace group wow. event. And we had both sides of the aisle. We had congressmen and women from, from both sides, from all states. Um, we had news in there and we had our event. We had a full luncheon in the rotunda and then came back and it was a total success. And it was, what an honor that was to be, to have, to have that. And that was May, 2017 and Corinne was diagnosed June, 2017, you know, and she passed October, 2017. Um, you know, and so that's why I share with you and your husband, you know, love each other, your audience, love each other. Life can change in a bloody instant. And that's something that I share. That's, I think that's part of my mission in life now. It's, it's, it, people say, you know, I don't want to share, throw a negative, but what you went through, I'm a better husband now. I'm mm. a better wife now, you know, and, uh, and, you know, and I love hearing you know, I have strangers that call and say, you know, I just found out your wife passed. This is what your wife did for me. And it's, just, it's nice having having those little Remind lights us. and reminders and stars that come on and go, you know, she's still here. And I still feel her. And so, but anybody going through something as severe as cancer, you know, uh, send you all uh, hug and prayers as well. And, uh, you know, and, I, and, and if you have any questions, please ask, because I, I do a lot, like I said, in the cannabis industry, and I've seen a lot of success with cannabis and cancer but a lot in the integrative oncology world where they do everything besides chemo radiation, um, wow. you know, uh, with success and with not success too. And so yeah. again, I never want to give anybody false hope, but I think load yourself with it as much information yeah. as possible before well, you do that. Yeah. And you should be given all the options of options of that's all we, that's all people want is just yeah. options, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That was so. beautiful. Uh, this has been an absolute delight. Thank you. Thank you. Me too. I really enjoyed yeah. this. I'm looking forward to this as well. Okie doke. Until and next so, time. Until next time. Thank you, Rebecca. Thank you for your audience for, for listening you. as well. Thanks so much. Peace and plants. Bye-bye.
Isn't John such an awesome guy? I had such a blast chatting with him. Uh, I mean, cannabis is just one of the most fascinating plants, I think, on the planet. And, you know, as we touched on a little bit, it's just so sad that politics and money and greed have gotten in the way of this plant that grows from the ground (laughs) and has all of these amazing properties, healing properties. So I hope that inspired you uh, to at least explore cannabis a little bit more and maybe it can help you or somebody you know. As of course we said, you know, it's not a one size fit all, but I think when it comes to, you know, healing the body or trying to maintain the body in homeostasis, you know, we have to try a lot of different things. I have tried so many different things over the years. I mean, and, you know, you figure out what works best for you and you put that little tool in your toolbox and then you have a whole plethora of different things that can keep you balanced, keep your mind where it should be. And uh, I just think it's great to learn more about it as well, because that's, you know, the key to everything is just having more education to know what's right for you and for whatever you're going through. So I hope you really enjoyed that episode. I will put his information in the show notes and yeah, thank you for tuning in. I again, am so happy to be back and sitting outside really is like the best place to do this podcast. I think I'm going to start doing it out here every day. Well, not every day, but every time (laughs) that I do the podcast, because I mean, just being outside in general, you know, it just makes everybody happier. So, um, now I'm rambling, but thanks for joining. And until next time, my lovely friends, peace and plants. Peace.